Hey, I'm looking to score some of the good paste. You got any? Yeah, I got what you're looking for. What you got? I got some Mustang Sally, some Palomino Pete, Equine Ecstasy, mm. Italian Stallion, the Donkey Dope, the Kentucky Derby, and the Fauci Philly. Oh. What are you up for? Give me some of that Fauci Philly. Okay. That'll be 40 bucks. 40 it was 20 last week. Ah, supply and demand, bro. Joe Rogan bought my last stash. Oh, all right, let me try it. Yeah, take a hit of this. <laughs> oh, check out that mare over there. Never mind the mare. Here comes the farmer. Get lost. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Idiot's Perspective. I'm Matt Noto, and uh, I'm here with my friend and compatriot, Joe Rice. Good day. Good day. How you good doing, day. Matt? Um, I'm pretty good, and uh, COVID-free today. Woo! Because I've been mainlining ivermectin for the last 24 <laughs> hours. I heard it's some good stuff. It's supposed to be really good stuff. <laughs> Drives all the horses crazy. Yeah. Well, we got a big show today. Uh, we're going to be discussing a lot of the um, stuff going on uh, towards the COVID and some of the things that they're allowing now that they weren't allowing at first. Namely, ivermectin. It's back on the NIH uh, website as something that's uh, preventative care. Uh the biggest tra tragedy of this whole COVID mess to me seems to be that uh, <clears throat> medical science had access to drugs that they knew were either effective as cures or mostly as therapies. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, higher medical authority in this country decided to shit all over them. All over them. And you wonder how many lives uh, might have been spared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, why, why it happened the way it did? Well, good. One of the main reasons why it happened is the money. Once, I think I think it goes beyond money past a certain point. Uh, I think it's all money. The the pharmaceutical companies were given carte blanche, create something, you know, in a certain amount of time, no FDA approval necessary, come up with something, and try to be the saviors of this whole fucking thing. I'm I'm gonna dig just a little bit deeper. Sure. Okay. From what we know already. Uh huh. Okay. We know that the NIH funded the initial research that led to COVID. Yeah. Oh, the they, NIH where um, Dr. Anthony, Fauci is. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. We know that the the program originated as a U.S. Army biological warfare project that uh -huh. was so dangerous that the Army refused to do any more work on it. Wow. Okay. And then Fauci somehow got it in his head that, you know, gain of function is more important than anything else. We need to have this gain of function research. Yeah. You can't do it in the United States because it's illegal. Oh, where did they do it? They did it in China. Really? What city? Wuhan. No way. Yeah. So Fauci no. gets with this English dude who runs pretty much a fake non-governmental organization. Uh -huh. And NIH funds the research in Wuhan that's looking specifically at coronaviruses. And it's 
exactly right. where the uh, virus came from. Right. No way. That's a coincidence. And, and I think even before the money from the vaccines, uh huh. The fault lies. Well, actually, the uh, the underlying problem is what the people involved were doing was illegal. Mm-hmm. It was clearly illegal. Yeah. They tried to circumvent the the system. Uh huh. So that they could get this gain of re- uh, function research from I don't know why they wanted it. Yeah. In the first place, kill people. And, yeah, and then um, in order to cover their behinds, mm-hmm. um, they had to make this worse than it really should have been or could have been. Yeah. Um, by uh, obfuscating and and uh, the the clouding the entire issue with things like, uh, well, we don't have a cure and we don't have this, and so the fun yeah. the focus is taken off of how we started uh-huh. to, well, never mind how we started. What do we do now? Yeah. And the solution they came up with just happened to be, I guess, advantageous to many of the same people, which is let's rush a vaccine yep. into, into production, which is uh, going to have side or deadly side effects that we're about to talk to after we uh, talk about after we finish with ivermectin here. But, um, it is unfortunate that we do not have public execution in this country anymore <laughs> because there's a yeah, whole lot well, of people who, who seem to be deserving of it. Yeah, and Fauci's stepping out before, uh, before the, right around the next, the, uh, the midterms here. So um, whether he's worried he's going to be brought in front of Congress, I don't know. Well, he's been before Congress about 50 times already. Yeah, He tap but... dances around the truth, and even when he's presented with evidence of what he's done... Uh, I think he's... he laughs it off and says yeah. he's the science, right? Isn't yeah. that what he did? Yeah, I am I science. Am science. Yeah. There was a nice uh, article in the Babylon Bee, uh-huh. with Fauci announcing his retirement, and the headline read something like... Uh, uh, World in panic as science says he's resigning. <laughs> what what, yeah. what a fucking windbag. Now, immediately on, when the uh, virus first hit, and we they were in, looking into the, the vaccinations and stuff like that, but they weren't out yet, they pretty much, you know, banned all therapeutics, all preventive, preventative right. care. And, and what they did was they tried to... This is something I, I really, in retrospect... I would love to beat someone up over this. Mm. They don't. They don't took, beat me up. They took the focus, yeah, of providing care and therapy, yeah, solely narrowed the the, the view down to we need a cure. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you a short story. This is a personal experience in January uh-huh. of 2019. Yeah. January 3rd, as a matter of fact. Uh huh. This would be about 10 months before anybody ever heard the term COVID. Okay. Uh, uh, my girlfriend Rosemary got sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, took us to the hospital. Um, I thought she had pneumonia. Okay. Now the doctor in the in the emergency room, uh, I should say in the intensive care unit, said I don't think she has pneumonia. Uh huh. I think she has a coronavirus. Mm. Now, how did he know that she had a coronavirus? Well. Doctor was Korean, had studied and practiced in Korea. Coronaviruses are native to East Asia. So okay. he'd seen this a million times. 
So he had a tester for coronavirus. Now, in those days, you couldn't test in the hospital. You couldn't test locally. They had to take a blood sample mm-hmm. and send it to the CDC in Atlanta. So now they're FedExing coronavirus all over the country. <laughs> all right. So sure enough, she has coronavirus. Yeah. So now he knows what, what to do. Okay. Okay. And he gets together with the pulmonologist who's there in the ICU, uh-huh. who happens to be Egyptian. Now, in Egypt, coronavirus is also endemic. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, they MERS. Have, MERS, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the two of them get together. Yeah. And the program they come up with of treatment is they're going to give her zithromycin, mm-hmm. which is a standard antibiotic. Okay. Okay. Uh, they gave her a 10-day course of hydroxychloroquine. Ooh. And they gave her the antiviral remdesivir, which has also been shit upon as a treatment. Yeah. Even though remdesivir was specifically designed. Mm-hmm. To treat coronaviruses. Oh, nice. Medical authority in this country said, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's not any good. The reason being is that it's like $150 a dose, uh. and you can't supply it in the public hospitals in the in the, the amount that you need. Yeah. Now, hydroxychloroquine is, every hospital in America is lousy with it. Okay. Okay. They're actually they're swimming in it because oh. it they give it to people who have arthritis, Mm-hmm. lupus, any type of inflammatory disease. They also stockpile it as a defense against Zika virus and malaria and all oh, okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Because, and, and here's what they do. I mean, hydroxychloroquine for a start, one of the side effects of taking hydroxychloroquine is that it reduces inflammation. Ah. So if you have inflamed lungs, yeah. okay, and you can't breathe and you can't get the fluids out of your lungs because they're, they're swollen. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine is what they would normally give you in order to reduce the swelling. Ah, okay. Okay, and then that way you, they can get you can get the fluids out, or they can vacuum the fluids out, and you yeah. do much better. They did pretty much the same thing with ivermectin. Yeah, ivermectin was sold to you as a deadly poison. It's horse just paste, like, just like hydroxychloroquine was. Yeah. Oh, it's a deadly poison. They use it to deworm horses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what? Horses get penicillin, too. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Horses get erythromycin as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because a medicine is used in an animal doesn't mean it usually didn't first be used on humans. Yeah. Necessarily. Ivermectin's been around for decades. Uh, So has remdesivir and so has hydroxychloroquine. Listen, coronaviruses were originally discovered in the 1930s okay okay hydroxychloroquine was discovered not long after uh-huh okay so these are drugs this is a disease or a series of viruses that they've had 90 years of experience looking at uh-huh and they have a treatment that they have 90 years of experience yeah. using yeah yeah gotcha. okay and in order to put you in the right frame of mind mm-hmm. to be frightened out of your friggin skin yeah they had to tell you that whatever treatments they had available to them... None of them worked. None of them were going to work. Nope. Not, nothing works, but, and they the, shifted, but the vaccine we didn't have yet. Right. And they shifted the focus from effective therapy yeah. to, no, we have to concentrate on a cure. Yeah. And you remember that, that mass hysteria that was going on where you know they didn't have enough ventilators, which was a lie. Right. Um, I remember here in New York... 
uh, wasn't the Javits turned into a hospital as well as some type of ship we got as well. It was well. a hospital ship. They turned Flushing Meadows into a hospital. And Midship they Hazard. never used never, a single yep. bed in any of them. Right. But it was a virus out of control right. that was killing everybody. And in the meantime, you saw yeah. pictures of Elmhurst Hospital in Queens, which is a public hospital, by the way. Yeah. Okay, overflowing with corpses that they were pulling up refrigerated trucks to hold them in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, when they weren't uh, dancing on TikTok, by the way. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something that most people don't know. Okay. Okay. I have it on very good authority from one of the top hospitals in New York. Uh-huh. I've had it. I've had this information for two years. Do tell. Okay. At the height of the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. The public and, I'm sorry, the for-profit and the private hospitals in New York City, mm-hmm. were doing very well handling the number of COVID cases they had. Okay. Okay. It was the public hospitals that failed. Oh, shocking. Okay. And the public, uh, the private and for-profit hospitals didn't have a problem until Governor Cuomo sent the state police in to take their equipment and drugs away from them <laughs> so that they give them to the public hospitals. Nice. All right. So, <clears throat> and this has a political angle, okay? Yeah. Now, the political yeah. angle is this. If you're a Democrat and you have an election coming up in 2020, yeah. and one of the planks in your platform is government-run health care, yeah. yeah. and you have just watched the public hospitals in major cities all across the United States fail miserably yeah. to handle a pandemic that 20 years of anti-terrorism funding mm-hmm. should have prepared them for yeah. handily. Yeah. And they don't have drugs. They don't have equipment. Yeah. Well, you just blew your platform right out of the water. As a matter of fact, if you're if you're the left, it blew your entire platform out of the water. Yep. So your first one is unfettered immigration. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did the virus get here? It was people coming in from overseas. Okay. Okay. Mostly from uh, China. Yeah. Okay. The second problem was... Um, you said it wrong, Matt. It's what? China. China. <laughs> okay. The second problem was you, you're depending on a public hospital system mm-hmm. that's designed to treat the sickest among us, yeah. which is usually the elderly and people on Medicaid and Medicare, whatever else. Yeah. They, they're not really staffed or equipped to take care of mass casualties like that mm-hmm. um so unfettered immigration was the first thing open borders second was that the immigrants crossed the open borders and brought the disease with them mm. they brought it into the cities which blows out your uh, idea of um uh concentrating people in large cities in order to save the environment <laughs> okay and then it was spread wait wait wait. was that is that the mass pro- polluting cesspools that 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 are claiming yeah. that the rural people are ruining the climate, right. and then and then the uh, and then the disease was spread by public transportation, right? Because mm-hmm. people brought it here by airplane, mm-hmm. they spread it on subways, on buses, whatever else. Yeah. Okay, and then it showed the f- ultimate, the absolute failure of a government-run healthcare system. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and so it, your focus had to be shifted away. Yeah. To something else. Well, let, let's not forget the uh, Democrat-run city we live in and state by the way that compounded the problem by sticking all the covid patients at the time in the nursing homes with the elderly yes good move good move 
Real good move. Governor Mengele. Okay, yep. good move. Killed Cuomo. tens of thousands like that. But he got an Emmy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes, he did. So, and he wrote a book about it. Yeah, oh. And he wrote a book. No, uh, Andrew Cuomo didn't write a book. Andrew Cuomo uh, can't write, okay? And, <laughs> and he uses books to hold doors open. Nice. All right, so we have an article here that uh, this is from... Um, Bloomberg. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, not from Bloomberg. This is a uh, conservative review, mm. okay, of uh, September 3rd. And basically, it says, the headline reads, Ivermectin reduces COVID death risk by 92%. Mm. Peer-reviewed, study, peer-reviewed study finds. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so you have a study that was... Uh, um, published in the online medical journal Curious, and the study was conducted on a strictly controlled population of about 88,000 people from the city of uh, Itayal in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, they say individuals who used ivermectin as a prophylaxis or took the medication before being infected by COVID experienced significant reductions in death and hospitalization. Wow. Okay. They said that people who took ivermectin regularly had 92% reduction in their COVID death risk compared to non-users and 84% less than irregular users. Now, here's how they they categorized uh-huh. regular users and irregular users. So <clears throat> they defined a regular user as those who used more than 30 tablets of ivermectin over five months. Mm. That's essentially six pills a month. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because my math is right. Okay. <laughs> Wait, let me get the calculator out. Carry the 14. Okay, yeah, that's six pills a month. <laughs> the dosage of ivermectin was determined by body weight, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, goes on to say, okay, and they used it on an average of two to three tablets daily for two days every 15 days. Uh-huh. This jibes with what Rosemary got when she was in the hospital. They gave her 400 milligrams. I'm sorry, uh, 1,200 milligrams on the first day. Yeah. And then uh, 400 milligrams for the next nine days. Mm-hmm. And she basically kicked that shit in about a week and a half. Wow. Okay. Wow. And Well, that wasn't the same. It wasn't COVID-19. Yeah. Right, but it was a coronavirus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they already knew. And that one wasn't made in a lab. Right. For the for the, so the, right. for the but, purposes but of actually the point, hurting people. The point I'm making is yeah. they have known and have medical yeah. science has yeah. known how to treat a coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Forever. For a long time, yeah. Okay, so I they agree. said non-use of ivermectin was associated with a 12.5-fold increase in mortality rate mm. and a seven-fold increased risk of dying from COVID-19 compared to the regular use of ivermectin. The, this dose-response efficacy reinforces the prophylactic effects of ivermectin against COVID-19. An additional study with the size and level of analysis as ours is hardly achieved and infeasible to be conducted as a randomized clinical trial. Okay, conclusions are hard to be refuted. Data is data, regardless of your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So essentially what he says here is, this is probably the best you're ever going to get as a controlled experiment. Okay. Okay, they took one location. They took 88,000 people from this one single location. Yeah. 
and they looked at the data. Mm-hmm. And the and the data is conclusive. If you were taking ivermectin, yeah, it was almost it's much more effective than any vaccine you ever could have had. Mm. Okay, wow. and this would have increased your chance of surviving COVID by a factor of twelve. Didn't um, India do the same? But they sent it to every citizen or something crazy like that. I'm not sure what India did. Well, I don't know the, if they gave him ivermectin. I do know they gave him hydroxychloroquine. Yes, yes, that was it. Hydroxychloroquine. Okay. They sent and, it to everybody. And, and this, yeah. yeah, and this is the stink of the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, is that we know how to do this. Yeah. We have known how to do this, mm-hmm. okay? Might have been a little different for COVID-19, but you know what? Yeah. At least it was a place to start. Yeah. In- we um we followed the uh pretty much Israel's lead cuz Israel got to like 90 something percent vaccinated. Yeah. And uh, we watched their data for a while. Now yeah. we ignored all the data you're talking about, by right. the way. But uh when uh cases started to fall in in Israel, it just double, you know, it reinforced what they were saying that this stops the spread and, and, you know, and infection. And we doubled down here and they started handing out cheeseburgers and gaming cards and, you know, all types of well, welfare. Yeah. All types of uh, sort Inter- of welfare to get people vaccinated. Interesting. You should mention mm-hmm. Israel. Yeah. You know why? Well, because, I wasn't done, but go ahead. Because that's where remdesivir was invented. Oh, nice. Nice. So when cases started to fall, we, you know, we followed suit and we doubled down. And then we saw a significant drop uh, come summer and all that. And then a significant spike again in the uh, fall slash winter. And we doubled down again as Israel debt started to climb. We doubled down once again. And, you know, the government just put the boot to the neck and you have to be vaccinated. You're going to lose your jobs. You can't travel, can't go to movies. Especially yeah. here in New York City. You can't go anywhere out in public, restaurants, anything without a vaccination card proof. And it had to be up to date because, you know, they kept changing the goalpost on that one. Right. Where to, to, you know, just being vaccinated wasn't good enough. You needed a booster. Then you needed two. Then, then you, you needed, needed a mask. And to this day, st- students aren't allowed to attend school in New York City without vac- being vaccinated. Well, and here's the other thing. And that's, that's fucked up. Un- until this past week. Yeah. We didn't even, they were handing out the same shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me, even, let me finish my thoughts. Yeah. Now. It, so as, as the cases finish started, your thought, Joe. This, the cases started to climb again in Israel, uh-huh. you know, we doubled down once again, went totally nuts on it. Uh, New York city actually went into curfews. If you remember, I do. We weren't allowed out after 6 PM and all that fucking nonsense. Um, and then, Funny thing happened is cases did start to lighten up. It was very, very strange that we you know, we got the data saying that the vaccinated were the ones who were actually pushing the higher cases. In other words, you if you were vaccinated, it didn't stop spread. Didn't stop you well, from no, getting even, it. Even if you're vaccinated, didn't stop you're the still, symptoms. Even if you're vaccinated, you're still a carrier asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Excuse me, that's doctor asshole to you. Doctor asshole. And okay. uh, we started to realize I that. I didn't mean. No, I wasn't calling I you know, an asshole. I know you weren't. It's a general asshole. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Okay. But Which, being, by the way, you not, you have to mask now. <laughs> but 
being the only other one in the room, I figured I'd respond to that. Okay. <laughs> so we, we, you know, the data showed that if you were vaccinated, you were passing it around, you were getting it for fourth booster in in Israel, and they had the highest spreads in the world. But 90-something percent were vaccine boosted, and they still spread it like a motherfucker. And everybody's like going... Oh no, but it you know my symptoms were less, and but people were still dying, and yeah, and, and it's like the double speak started getting like way out oh, of control. Oh no, the, the, way the, out of control. The the crap you needed a backhoe to start getting rid of the, all the bullshit that came. Uh, and it really got crazy. But, uh, and you, I mean, you just the, it, it the White no House. Sense. The White House said we were in for a winter of death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, unfortunately, Joe Biden didn't. <laughs> How many times was Fauci uh, vaccinated and he got COVID three times? Yeah, four. I think he okay. got four, fourth booster. Yeah, and so I that's think a vax plus four boosters. Okay, so I think uh, Biden's had it twice already. Yep, Jill's had it a couple of times. All yeah. these people were getting it that and, have and been it, vaccinated. It, it will probably one day turn out to be true that you were probably better off getting yeah. COVID <laughs> Without and surviving vaccine. it. Yep. Now, I can tell you the absolute truth that uh, up until about a month ago, uh-huh. right, after dealing with this coronavirus back in January 2019, yeah, okay, I wasn't sick until about a month and a half ago. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I know. I know. Not so much as a sniffle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's called the immune system. Yes. And everybody forgot they had, well, and everybody on that side of the aisle forgot they had And if one. you leave it alone, sometimes it works. I just saw a video today, um, some doctor lady, um, and they were asking her, you know, when are we going to get back to normal? And she said, well, the, the language you're using is, is right-wing talking points about back to normal. We will never be back to normal because our children, because our seniors, because of... And she's on Zoom, the only one in the room on her end, with right. a mask. And, and she's on Zoom with the mask on and pretty much saying that, you know, you, you need to wear a mask, you need to get vaxxed and boosted, and this will never end. And this lady, seriously... It is a psychosis. It definitely is. Uh, yeah. Definitely is. She's afraid for her it's life. It's a religion. Yeah. It, it became yeah, a well, religion. Yeah. Because let's face it, if she's a doctor. Yeah. Okay. And she followed any of the guidelines that were put out over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what's going to happen one day. The entire truth is going to come out, or at least most of it. Okay? <sighs> They're going to try hard not and to. The, right. Yeah. And the number of malpractice suits in this country is yeah. going to increase exponentially. Well, a lot of people are, are turning to sue their employers who mandated them get a vax. Right to be able to work and they're turning around and suing employers right. now because you can't sue the pharmaceutical companies you right because they've been given can't. immunity yeah okay and that's the now, that's the biggest downfall now, of now this i all. just i just thought of another political angle to this what's that okay going back to the whole government provided health care thing uh-huh there is a possibility that somebody got the bright idea in their head that said, since we don't know what the side effects of these shots are, <laughs> uh-huh. we might be creating another generation of people who are going to be so sick in the future yeah. that the only entity that's going to be able to take care of them in even the slightest way will be the government, and we'll, we'll get government health care shoved down our throat again. Well, here's the, the zinger with all that. Um, in a lot of the major countries, Europe... United States, Australia, yeah. a lot of the major players in the world are seeing an overall rise in a, 
debts, just regular debts. Overall deaths are up 10% in these major countries. Right. 10% of just people dying more than so pre-pandemic. Which brings us to our next. Yeah. Why are why is 10% of these countries' population just dying out of okay, nowhere? So, so let's let's just say that a significant uh, a relatively decent portion of that is people committing well, suicide. Because uh, of social isolation, uh, well, isolation, they've lost go. loved ones. Okay, maybe their own health has been ruined to the point where they mm-hmm. figure there's no point in going on. Okay, so when you're talking, when you're talking about you know countries, okay, so there's 340, almost 330 million people here, and 10 yeah. percent overall death is up. You're really going to say, tell me that 32 million people are, de- are killing themselves? No, 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 it's three million. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, yeah, wait. No, calculate. No, no, 330 million. All right, so 10%. 30, 33 million. Excuse yes, me. Yeah, You're I was correct. Right. You're correct. On your knees. On your knees. Oh, thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> so, it's not often that yeah, I'm, sure I'm proven the, right, by the way. Make sure you put that sound effect in there. <laughs> the paddle. Well, I'm okay. going to have the machine. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, 30, 33 million. People are not committing suicide. I am sorry that is not happening. I didn't say all of them. I I know, I know. And to further this point, though, I must get into more detail. Yes. Not only are 10% more people dying in these these major countries in Europe and Australia and America and uh, all the countries that push the RNA, you know, jab, well, they also have a high rate of birth decrease. Countries like Singapore, well, down, we, down over 20% well, of birth, new births well, in listen, Singapore. If you, if you lose 33 Korea, million people, they're not having babies. Korea yeah. cannot keep up their population. Well, that was happening before COVID, but no, let's face uh, it. Not at, it, these, not at these you, levels. If I'm lose, sorry. That's, well, no, no. That's what I'm right. saying is if you're it's losing right. an additional 10% of your population who now, weren't having babies before, well, the problem just got a lot worse. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when and all at, over the world, we're right. seeing decreases in new so births. When you saw, okay, prior to COVID, birth rates were already decreasing in the Western yes. world for yes. decades. Yes. Well, I wouldn't say decades. I'd say at least a decade. Ever since the pill and abortion, they were decreasing for decades. Um, I actually okay. had stats on that, and it, I don't think it went back to the 80s. Well, damn it, you should have had your stats. I don't have them in front okay. of me. But, I've um, been looking into it, though. But uh, speaking of the increased deaths... Um, it seems a lot of people are um, dying with mysterious forms of blood clot. Yes, yeah, very, and, very strange. Now, I, very I, strange. I read this because it, it kind of hit home because my, when my Rosemary passed last month, mm-hmm. uh, she had a blood clot in her chest yeah. that went straight through her heart and triggered a heart attack. And when you have myotonic dystrophy already, not a good thing. I mean, I think that kills most healthy people too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but if you read this, yeah, uh, you want to read it or shall I? But because this is absolutely horrifying. Well, I could tell you that embalmers have been finding numerous long fibrous clots that lack postmortem characteristics. That yeah. much I can tell you because that's okay. the headline. You can well, go further. Okay, on I've it, got it right here. This is um, uh, this is from uh, PJ Media. Uh-huh. Okay, and the headline. Embalmers are making shocking discoveries in the blood of the dead. Mm-hmm. You have and a totally a, different article, by the way. Yeah, okay. And uh, this is was originally uh, based on a report from the Epic Times. Okay, so 
essentially Epoch. what's happening here is that embalmers all across the United States uh-huh. are reporting that uh, more and more people are coming in to be embalmed when they try to drain the blood from them. They can't. They're having problems. Yeah. And the problem is these very long, very fibrous blood clots mm-hmm. that can be as long as the length of a human leg. That's crazy. Yes, and they could be as thick as a pinky finger, according to this. Uh, the clots are said to be white, fibrous, and rubbery. Mm-hmm. And um, some bodies have so many clots that the embalmers are forced to drain blood from several points instead of just one. Wow. The embalming process takes roughly two hours, but can take four hours if the bodies have a lot of clotting. So here's a quote Crazy. from the here's a quote from the guy who who started this whole thing. His name is Richard Hirschman, uh-huh. and he is a licensed embalmer in Alabama. Mm. Prior to 2020 and 2021, we probably would see somewhere between five to five to ten percent of the bodies that we would embalm having blood clots. He now claims that 50 to 70 percent of the bodies have clots. Wow. For me to embalm a body without any clots, kind of like how it was in the day prior to all of this stuff, it's rare, he continued. The exception is to embalm a body without clots, he added. Mm -hmm. They're not even dead from COVID. Yeah. They're dying of sudden heart attacks, strokes, cancers. It doesn't seem to matter what these people die of nowadays. So many of them have the same anomalies in their blood. Now, there's... um, this is embalmers all over the country are finding the same thing. Yeah. Now, what they're noticing is uh, uh, could well be the effects of COVID nineteen infection itself, and those effects are occurring in people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated. They dis- they dismiss the idea that it's linked to the vaccines. Oh. This was according to Politifact. Oh. It's not the va- okay. So here's what Hirschman says. He says if it's not the vaccine, if it's not the vaccine, then fine. Yeah. What is it? Let's figure it out because something is causing it, and it can't be healthy. Yeah. Okay. So another guy, Mike Adams, mm-hmm. who runs an accredited lab in Texas, he tested one of the clots that Hirschman discovered. Yeah. Against blood from a living unvaccinated person, and found that the clot was almost completely lacking. In potassium, iron, magnesium, and zinc. Mm. Okay, so whatever it is, it's it's destroying uh, essential minerals yeah. in your bloodstream. Wow. Okay, Adams goes on to say, notice that the key elemental markers of human blood, such as iron, are missing in the clot. Hmm. Similar story with magnesium, potassium, and zinc. These are clear markers for human blood. Live human blood will always have high iron, or the person would be dead. These clots have almost no iron, magnesium, etc. Yeah, wow. That's crazy, man. Okay, and uh, here's a quote from another embalmer who chose not to reveal his name. Mm-hmm. I can tell you with certainty that the clots that Richard Hirschman has shown online are a phenomenon that I have not witnessed until probably the middle of last year. This is pretty much all I have to say about it. I have no knowledge as to what is causing the clots, but they did seemingly start showing up around the middle of 2021. Hmm. Okay. And there's a related report that says the preliminary findings of a new German study shows every vaccine without exception contains toxic substances. Yeah. You can rest assured that the clots we are seeing are not something we ever saw prior to last year. 
that this would be roughly a year after mass vaccination. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, man. Okay. Now, in England, there's another funeral director. His name is John O'Looney. He has found the same type of clots in the UK Mm -hmm. and fully believes it could be the reason athletes are dropping dead in record numbers. Yeah. So uh, all of these athletes you're seeing, their arteries are full of this stuff, O'Looney declares in a video, which yeah. uh, was linked in the, uh, in the in the article, and I can't show you. Yeah. Okay. Now, in a separate video. Okay. Uh, by the way, Looney actually held up a vial showing one of the clots that was removed from a 13-year-old. Oof. This thing was, I, I, I watched the video. Yeah. It was several feet long, it was convoluted, and it was black because wow. it had been preserved in formaldehyde. And if, that, if you had something like this in your veins, wow. I don't know how you could survive. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But the, the uh, consensus, without any scientific data behind it, I must mm-hmm. say, among the embalmers is that they cannot prove it's the vaccine, but my gut tells me it yeah. is. Yep, crazy, right? They'll they'll do anything to to save face and and still push these vaccines like there's nothing going on. And they're pushing the same shot. I mean, I, yeah. Listen, we've gone through about 211 variants already, <laughs> and until last week, they only had a, a vaccine for Omicron. Yep. Okay, and, and and we're about I don't know what 14 variants beyond Omicron. Yeah. So they're still pushing the original shot. Yep. And, and now, uh, and the and, new one's not even ready for full-scale production. NBC News reports that the FDA is expected to authorize new COVID boosters without data from testing people. Okay, so but, again, yeah. we're shoving te- untested vaccines into people. The lack of human data means officially we w- we officially won't know how much better the new shots are, if at all, until the full booster campaign is well underway. So congratulations, until America. Until it's too fucking late. Congratulations, America. You were stampeded by fear into becoming voluntary guinea pigs. And furthermore, I have another oh, article. God, on, furthermore. Yes, on the same subject. Yeah. Yeah. This is data for newly authorized COVID-19 boosters based on mice, not humans. On mice. Okay. Yep. Just mice, not humans. U.S. U.S. authorities believe waiting for human trial data would have made the updated boosters outdated, so we rushed them. We did what eight or nine mice, and uh, oh, it yeah. looks good for the mice. It eight must mice. be good. Eight fucking mice. It must be good for okay. the humans. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting sick of this. Okay, We're, we are we are playing stupid games yeah. with human life so that people who should be drawn and quartered. Yep. Okay, don't have to face the consequences. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yeah, okay. Roll shit. You killed us. Fucking A, man. And And nobody's going to be held accountable. And the guy gets to retire. You know that, right? Yeah. Nobody. No, because there's too many people involved, and there's too much money that's been spread around, and there's too much... Yep. Exactly. Money. And and there's too much damage that's been done. Okay? And it's not just the doctors who are going to have to pay for it. It's the politicians and it's businessmen. Yeah. Okay? And it's the the Karens all over over the fucking world. Yeah. Who who whipped up a a frenzy of fear. Because God forbid they should get the sniffles. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Yes. Now that we're in the position we're in, okay? 
and we have we definitely have a recession going on you, you know inflation still sky high yeah everything cost a lot more than it used to yeah we're, i paid i paid four bucks for a loaf of bread yesterday nice and what about your electric bill uh, my last electric bill, I can't really go by that because we were running medical equipment in the house. And, <laughs> and you know, now I don't have that because well, Rosemary unfortunately passed. But my last electric bill was $761 for, 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 for a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that sounds a little outrageous to me. Right. Okay. You know? 761 bucks. All these things are going sky high. These prices, the rents, the, you know, everything you do in life is costing more and more money. Your money's not worth what it used to be. Everybody's charging an arm and a leg. You know, we're doing constru- uh, congestion pricing in Manhattan soon. You know that, right? Yeah. 23 bucks just to get in the city after you pay the tolls on, on the bridges and everything else. Right. But if you cross the Brooklyn Bridge with no toll, you can pretty much avoid that. But you? you're still getting charged $23 in oh, congestion prices. Sake. Under 60th Street, by the way. So as they charge you more and more for everything we need to live, what happens when... We do actually start to find out that the jab is killing people, that it's maiming people and injuring people, okay? And then people start, which I already said, that there's a laws, there's lawsuits coming out now that they're suing their employees for mandating that if they wanted to work, they needed to get the jab. Right. So now that the, these were mandated, and your companies mandated this stuff, and people were injured, people died, and everything else, what happens when these lawsuits gain traction and actually start winning, right? Okay, so now, right. now everything's mad expensive, and now all the companies and the businesses, the ShopRites and, and the Costco's and the Home Depot, what happens when these lawsuits start winning? And the only accountability is, is going to be these enterprises as, as opposed to the politicians who, who actually right. mandated this and, bullshit. Right. And they're only what, following what, what government orders. What happens to our society at that point when, when all of these organizations start shutting down? Where, what do we do then? It's going to be a scene from Mad Max. I can promise you that. Oh, well, I don't know what the fuck we're well, going to do. Well, that's when Chuck Schumer gets up there and says, got a new program. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Look, I, I wish right now I could say something funny about this. No, you, there's, there's nothing funny at all. This has okay. been one of the mo- uh, most serious episodes we've actually yeah. done. Okay. I, I, I just can't. Besides the little intro we did, that was great. Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's but, get on to some news outside of by the. Way, you, you better clean that up because I don't want to step <laughs> in it later. So, um, from the CBC, over our friends up north of the border in Canada, a a from Manitoba, uh, medically assisted debts could save millions in healthcare spending. They say. Oh yeah. Hey, got a great way to cut medical spending. Just kill everybody. <laughs> okay, so now you have the medical profession. You have the medical profession who, you know, didn't do a good enough job of killing 10% more of the population yeah. than was necessary. Now saying, uh, you know what? You just might as well kill yourself. Yeah. Just what, die and what, be over with whatever it. Di- whatever happened to first do no harm? <laughs> Out the fucking window when they saw the money they were oh, going to get from the God. vaccines, bro. Seriously. I, so, um, yeah. You're, you're about to do something that's not medically related. No, oh, yeah. no, I'm going to get to some of the outrageous uh, oh, articles so, out there. Something we can have a little fun with? Yeah, maybe we got to have some fun. Before we, we wrap it up? Live, laugh, and love, man. And, you know, it's still the best advice out there. Okay. So uh, it was, a, you know, it was a, a very un, unfunny yeah. <laughs> episode so far. So we got to have some laughs now. Okay. A little levity. It wasn't before. as jovial as they usually are. No. It's just too 
too friggin' serious. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. So I'm going to go to my article file and find out what some of the craziest shit they've been posting out there. And Okay, this, and this is are, Rice's Rants. And people have been posting uh, as journalism. Oh, someone did a journalism? And this one's about us, Matt. Oh, is it? Straight men and bromances kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. <laughs> it happened once because the heat went out. Bro, bro, straight right. men. Listen. I got to read this again. I got to read this yeah, again because okay. this is not straight men in bromances. Kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. Bro, if I, if I, 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 I don't even know how to respond to that insanity. Okay. Um. Oh my God. If bro. you're if you're kissing other men, and not <laughs> and and not in a respectful manner, or like when you kiss your uncle on the cheek or something like that. Or your grandfather, oh okay, uh, you're probably not straight. Uh, is Woo. that another word that we've had the definition changed? Yeah, I think straight so. Straight now is, okay. Well, it goes on to say, one of the benefits of being in a bromance was the ability to, ha- to cuddle with friends. Undergraduate students who took part in a study on male friendships have said, Yeah, bro, because... Bro, you cuddle me? I am going to kick you so hard in the fucking gonads. Can we spoon? You take your pants <laughs> off in front of me? I am going to beat you senseless. Hey, listen, we did that once, and that was only to ask you only to ask you if that mole looked like it needed <laughs> to be checked. So, But can we spoon at least? Oh, my fucking God. And, and, and here's the thing, okay. though. Can we, like, Netflix and chill on the couch? Matt, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna to fight bigotry now. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Trans rights campaign, okay? So okay. they come out and fight bigotry. 98% of straight men are unwilling to date trans women because of hatred. Yeah, go figure. This has to change. Yeah. Yeah, has 98% to be- of straight men are will- unwilling to date trans women because of okay. hatred, Matt. All right. Well, he- put your pants on, Matt. All right. God forbid people should ever express a preference. These fucking people are okay. fucking crazy. Your preference you- is somebody else's hatred. You're cray cray. Okay. Bro, seriously. Listen, here's what I would tell you, okay? If you actually believe that, that 98% of straight men refusing to date a trans woman is hatred and yeah. not the expression of a preference, here's what I would tell you, mm-hmm. okay? You need serious help. Bro, there are people that read that and are all for it. All sucked up into it, loving it. And okay, now listen, I'm wondering yeah. about the other 2%. Are they cuddling and kissing somewhere? And Matt, Matt, your speech... Yeah. Your speech is violence. No, it isn't. My no, violence is violence. Yeah, I know it isn't. Okay. But that's what they'll tell you. That's and what by they'll the tell way, you. you don't want to see me get violent. It's not. It's and this not article violent. goes on to say. Yes. We need to encourage men to pee sitting down to be more inclusive of trans men. Uh, No. No. I will pee where I want and as I please. Okay. Ripping this one. Extra. And the NYPD is well aware of that. Because well, that's not a, that's not against the law anymore. You know, in the, the great cesspool we live in, oh, you're allowed to not. pee on the fucking sidewalks yeah. in public. Yeah. Thank you, Mayor de Blasio, for passing that one because yeah. God knows how many times I had my bladder full and I just couldn't hold it to get to a bathroom where in a city with 50,000 restaurants and another 75,000 bodegas, I couldn't find a place to pee, so I oh. peed. Because oh oh wait no it just hit me what it's it's all the the people of color who couldn't find the bathrooms because you know they all say 
you know, white men only here, and you know, a racist city we live in. Yeah, we. Need so they were allowed bath- to pee in the streets. We need segregated bathrooms. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't even bother to pee indoors anymore. Um, <laughs> I just carry a cup around. No, I. <laughs> And I just drink it when I'm thirsty. Yeah, they don't even need to turn the sprinklers on in my building anymore. <laughs> right uh, out the window, onto right the garden. Now, nah, out to the terrace. Nice. Four nice. stories down. I yeah. get everything. Woof. Okay, so I have an article here. Is it um, more trains-related shit? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, we got one more of those, and then just a little recap of uh, a situation about Gen Z. And you Oh, know. good, because I got something about Gen Z, too. Okay, good. So, um, a person named Nora Vincent, I don't want to assume anything, person. Okay. The author of Self-Made Man has died by assisted suicide. Now, the In article, Canada? Uh, it, you know what? It doesn't really say Jesus. where. It doesn't say how. Okay. What? Why the assisted suicide in okay. this person? But Noah was a radical feminist who believed men lived on easy mode, and tried to prove it by disguising herself as a man for two years. Okay. Okay. Well, <coughs> instead, what she found out is men actually have it harder, and wrote a book about her experience. In fact, the experience was so bad she had to stop at 18 months because she was starting to hate women due to how bad all of them treated her when they believed she was a man and was left with psychological scars that accompanied her all of her life. Now, I don't know why she was assisted suicide. Yeah. But, man, this I, is a disturbing fact. I, I, I got a point to make about Please. this. I, I read this. Please. I read this somewhere, and it seems to be absolutely true. Go ahead. There is a difference between how we treat boys and girls in this in this country no way. other than the obvious ones no way okay so oh you mean other than turning cough yeah okay oh, or uh no a little to the left okay there's <laughs> there's um when a boy turns about 13 years of age yeah okay this is when he starts getting the pressure from his parents to mm. uh Start thinking about his future. What yeah. does he want to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is he going to get into college? What kind of job will he have? Yeah. Uh, showing more responsibility. Okay. Boys are expected to grow up. Yeah. Girls never get that speech. No. Almost never get that yeah, speech. Never. And the difference is a girl uh-huh. has the option to be married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She can choose them. She can choose who she marries mm-hmm. okay um people say well you know men choose who they uh they propose to but that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they choose who they marry mm. okay and so the the difference there is that from a very early age now if you want to talk about uh gender roles being imposed yeah okay okay and when the people who talk about that are always talking about how they're the victim Ooh. being female yeah okay Look what's done to young boys in this country uh-huh. by every friggin' household on the planet, just about. Okay, you got to be responsibility, uh, responsible. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta start thinking about your future. You worry about college. What kind of work you're gonna have? How are you gonna support a family? How mm-hmm. are you gonna do this, that, and the other thing? And the girls don't get that kind of shit because it's like, well, Mister Wright will come around. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and so. They have a better well, option than we do. I'm not saying it's a lot easier, but definitely being a man is is a lot harder than being a woman. Yeah, listen, you only have to, you know, listen, there's a reason why women don't get ulcers. Mm. Okay, they're carriers. 
there's a reason there's a reason why women live on average five years longer than men yeah absolutely absolutely so you're about to talk about gen z yes all right yes i have an article stop torturing your friggin boys sorry i yelled yeah have to use my have to use my indoor voice yeah i i'm the only one here wearing headphones so it's really disturbing when he does yell yeah Okay, so I have an article that's about it's about eight pages, ten pages long that I'm not going to read much of it because you're going to get the gist of it pretty quickly. But I did print out the whole thing to have some of the some of the key points. Um, and this is just flat out insanity. These people are I, I don't know if their parents need to be smacked, if they're teachers, if they do, but somebody definitely you know we dropped the ball with this this generation. So Gen Z, millennials, speak out on the reluctance to become parents. That's the headline. Okay? And this is uh, out of New York. I don't know what publication. It's probably the Post. I don't even know. Maybe the Times. But at 24, her name is L. Johnson. E-L, and last name Johnson, I guess. Well, she's made up her mind that she won't bear children, though she and her girlfriend haven't ruled out adoption. Oh, so the woman who has lesbian sex has ruled out having children. Well, you pretty much ruled that out when you decided to engage in activities that are guaranteed not to result in conception. Yeah. So, okay, so now we're being redundant. Yeah, you know, I mean, what what is the thought process behind that? Oh, honey. Virtue signal egg. See that last night? We rub vaginas so hard that I'm going to go get a pregnancy test. I mean, at what point do you you actually believe this nonsense? Virtue signaling. Yeah, well, the grad student who works in legal services in Austin, Texas, has a list. Oh, so I guess it's, I don't know, says she lives in Texas now, which is, I don't know. The article is from New York somehow. So anyway, she has a list of reasons for not wanting to give birth. The climate crisis and a generic health condition among them. And she doesn't think it's irresponsible to bring children into this world, she said. They already have, there are already kids who need homes. I don't know what kind of world it's going to be in 20, 30, 40 years. Okay, yeah, I've heard that forever. All right, and I can kind of see that, that point of view. Well, she's so sure, in fact, that she'll soon have her tubes removed. It's a precautionary decision because of the fall of Road versus Wade, which actually didn't fall because, you right. know, if you know any fucking thing, it, it was, was turned sent- to the States. Right. So, you know, these people are ridiculous. They don't know a fucking goddamn thing. They're making life-changing decisions. They're mutilating on, themselves. On feds. These are feds. They're mutilating themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, another woman interviewed also cited climate change among with overwhelming student debt, coupled with inflation as reasons why they'll never be parents. Some younger men, too, are opting out and more are seeking vasectomies. Now, I saw a video of a guy who decided to... Uh, Get a vasectomy because yeah. Roe versus Wade fell in his words. Yeah. Oh well, he was so so excited to get the the vasectomy that he couldn't help the joy in his face. <laughs> he was so excited. Okay. And these people are just fucking ridiculous. Well, whatever the motivation, they play in dramatically lower birth rates in the USA, which uh, fell in 2020. The four, fell four percent in 2020. I. I I can show you since then, it's fallen quite a lot more. Yeah. The largest single year decrease in nearly 50 years. So there's your fact that it fell only 4% in 2020. Okay. Now, the last two years, it's fallen another 6%. Do the math there, please. Okay. Well, there's a calculator. 
10%? I spelled boobs. Nice. <laughs> According to a government report, the government noted a 1% uptick in U.S. births last year, but the number of babies born was still lower than the year before, before the pandemic. About 86,000 fewer than in, ni- than in 2019. 86,000 births fewer than in 2019. Right. But cumulatively, over several decades, this has been a trend. Oh, yeah. So it also, this, this, this conversation goes on, this article goes on and, and interviews other people. And now we have Walter and Kaya King, who live in suburban Las Vegas. Walter, 29, a sports data scientist. And Kaya, 28, a college career counselor. I've been together nearly 10 years, the last four as a married couple. The realization that they didn't want to have kids came on slowly for both of them. I was in our early 20s when the switch sort of flipped, Kaya said. We had moved to California. Hmm. And we were really just starting our adult lives. I think we talked about having three kids at one point, but just with the economy and the state of the world and just thinking about the logistics of bringing children into the world, that's really when we started to have our doubts. Finances are top of mind. Before taxes, the two earned 160 combined with about 120 in student college debt. For Kaya alone, just 120000 for her. Right. And about 5000 for Walter. So, you know. Uh, you know. Good for Walter. Yeah, the couple said they wouldn't be able to buy a house and should and should and shoulder the cost of even having one child without major sacrifices they were unwilling oh, God, to make. God forbid. Well, okay, because listen. having children doesn't take okay know, sacrifices. Okay, or something. well, listen, well, that's a choice you choose to make. You don't have to make any sacrifice you don't want. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, Jordan Peterson does this uh, wonderful thing about uh, choose your sacrifice. Okay, yeah. life is a series of trade offs. You never get. To not make a sacrifice, but you do have the power to choose the ones you make. Yeah. Okay. So to this point, yeah. even though these people are fucking ridiculous and they sound like morons. Yes. Okay. They are at least exercising their freedom of choice, which mm-hmm. I'm all for. Okay. And by the way, you're doing us a favor by not reproducing, if you yeah. ask me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just looking through some of the other pages of this article. And uh, it's just nonsense. Uh, uh, people who saying that they just don't want to sacrifice. They don't make enough money. I have three kids, by the way. Yeah. And I don't make enough money. But you know what? My three kids are Listen, worth I, every fucking I've got 14 sacrifice by, I've ever made. I've got 14 by about uh, six <laughs> baby mamas. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, hey, oh, listen. Wait. The taxpayer has been a godsend in that regard. I got. I got to read this part. Okay. I got to read this part. In New York City, a 23-year-old Emily Shapiro, a copywriter for a pharmaceutical ad agency, earns about 60k a year. Uh-huh. Lives at home as she saves money and has never wanted children. She goes on to say that they're sticky. I could never imagine picking up a kid that's covered in ice cream. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. I don't want to change a diaper. And if I did have one, I wouldn't want them until they're in like sixth grade. I don't think that the physical earth is doing so great. So it would be unfair, she said. These people are definitely uh, should be on medication. These people should be taken out of society. And they should just be kept in the cage where they belong. And they cannot harm or influence anybody I, else. I disagree. Okay, because I think they're exercising their freedom of choice. That is their right. Well, I agree. Yeah, and I also fine. think that they're doing the rest of us a favor because but, but, they're, not, they're not propagating. But Yeah, okay. So I agree with okay. you fundamentally, but the the reasoning behind it is the insanity. Well, the reasoning, the reasoning behind it seems to be fear. 
Okay. Yeah. The planet's going to explode. Woo. I don't have enough money. Okay. Uh, if I have kids, it means I can't get the leather upholstery in the BMW this year. But what about okay. all the tattoos I wanted? Yeah. Okay. Damn I mean, it. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I wanted to go to the sandals and get rip-roaringly drunk so I could swim in my own vomit. Nice. I can't do that if I have kids at home. Nice. Okay. And the reason they're stupid. Uh-huh. All right. Well. Here's, here's an example of how stupid they are. This is from Ann, uh, Ann Althaus at uh, Althaus on uh, Blogspot, okay? Uh-huh. And uh, students these days don't have a big relationship to their hands. Woo. I've had to show them how to cut a circle out of paper. Now, before I continue, mm-hmm. she's not talking about kindergartners. No. Nah. She's talking about students at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. <laughs> Okay, quote, you keep the scissors there and you move the paper like this. And they're like, what? There's so much dexterity that they, by and large, do not have. Oh, my God. Okay, so apparently now Gen Z is losing digital dexterity. Nice. Okay, now it's another reason they're not having children because they can't diddle each other properly. Yeah. They start keyboarding. Well, it's very kid- simple. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, two in the pink, one in the stink. Yeah. So here we go. They start keyboarding in kindergarten. Handwriting, that thing we used to think is no big deal. There's so much dexterity in it, not just in the hand you're writing with, but the non-dominant hand is always in action, moving the paper, paying attention. I mean, there's a reason people gesture while they talk. If somebody's trying to explain something complicated and they Mm -hmm. have to sit on their hands, it's much harder for them to explain it. With a phone, (laughs) you're no longer where you are. You're no longer in the room. There's no longer anywhere. The opportunities to have an interaction with the things around you are taken away. Yep. I just see the world is richer without the phone. So something that closes you off to the world that you're in, I mean, it could be on TikTok. I could be on TikTok all night long. I keep deleting that app because I love it so much. But something that takes you out of your environment, you pay a high price. Okay, and this was a quote from Linda Barry, who was uh, wrote a book called "The Genius Cartoonist Believes Child's Play Is Anything But Frivolous." She is a professor of interdisciplinary creativity at U- University of Wisconsin Madison. So we've raised a, a generation of children that has absolutely no motor skills. None, none whatsoever. Right. It's, it's pathetic. It's sad. Yeah. And everybody, oh, do the best to the so, children, yeah. the children, so the maybe, children. So maybe it's a good thing they're not having kids. All right, so uh, Joe is giving me, Joe is giving me the wrap it up uh, gesture. Yeah, we've with, hit the hour mark. Yo, it's been a with, really good episode, along though. with the finger. Okay, yeah. but first business, business, All business. Right, we have shout outs. Okay, shout outs to Gloria in North Carolina and Nick and Susan in Vineland, New, New Jersey. Okay, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Tell everybody you know. Keep spreading the word. See Joe. On the journey with Dark Odyssey. I will be wearing pants. Yeah, this time. Okay. Read me at myplanetmyrules.blogspot.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Donate if you can. Okay. It's getting really bad now. Yeah. Okay. The reason why (laughs) Joe doesn't have pants sometimes is because he can't afford them anymore. All right. We love you all. We appreciate you all. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Matt, it was a great show. We, We... think we were pretty informative we laid out you know our case for why the vaccines are are bad for you 
everything's bad for you, including yes. childbirth. <laughs> All right. Thank you, folks, for listening. We will catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>